All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show. How are you guys feeling? Feeling a little bit stressed as of late? Well, we're going to take a look at something called the stress ratio to see where uh, we are trending globally. Now, it's a collaborative ratio between a certain precious metal and a certain base metal. Now, something really interesting happened in the early hours of the morning that leads me to think we're beginning to see that sea change in risk-off behavior that I mentioned uh, a couple of days ago. So what exactly happened? Well, find out shortly. But first, if you're new to this channel, please hit that big red subscribe button right down below. Also, please hit the like button. Helps to get this economic evangelism right on out there to the masses to bring more people into precious metals. So, who are those two metals that I just alluded to? The first one is copper. The second one is gold. Now, many of you might be aware of the stress, stress ratio, aka the copper to gold ratio. However, we had a new development in the world of copper that has led some or has led uh, some to believe there may be some changes afoot. Now, uh, check this out. Market mood, HG1, demand for copper is expected to rise. Now, we're not going to watch this video, but we're just going to read a quick blurb from this article. And I quote, the outlook for copper is strong fundamentally at the moment, and copper has been underpinned overnight, um, rising above the $3 to pound level as the London Metal Exchange rose to their highest level in more than two years. Going forward, demand for copper is expected to rise. All the green technology through alternative energy sources heavily rely on copper wiring as a conductor. The demand for copper in the future looks set to grow. Also, a strong boom in property investment in China is further helping near-term copper prices higher. Now, this is important when you think about the, uh, you know, I think about that move and its impact on the copper to gold ratio. Now check this out. So here's some info on that ratio in case you're new to it. One key ratio or one key ratio to watch out for signs of a return to inflation is the copper gold ratio. The copper gold ratio is calculated by dividing the copper price per pound by the price of gold troy ounce. Historically, the ratio has been strongly correlated with the yield of U.S. Treasuries. A decline in the ratio, i.e. low copper prices relative to gold, is a leading indicator for lower yields and less inflationary environment, while an increase in the ratio points towards higher yields, suggesting a higher inflationary environment. Importantly, it's not the absolute level that's important, but the strength of any change. Demand for copper is highly sensitive to changes in global economic activity and is used in everything from construction and infrastructure to consumer demands, hence the name Dr. Copper. Meanwhile, gold has traditionally been a safe haven in times of uncertainty, increasing in price in times of financial and geopolitical stress. It's not perfect, though, and can give false signals in the lead up 
to the financial crisis in 2008 to 2009, the ratio soared as copper prices rose, signaling higher inflation. In reality, yields did rise, but nowhere near enough that suggested by the copper-gold ratio. So even though there's a strong correlation, it isn't perfect. So here's the interesting thing, though. As of today, the ratio started to decline from uh, recent uptrending behavior. This decline points to a bit of stress in the economy and not a recovery. Now, you may be asking, well, why is that if the price is rising? Doesn't that mean demand is going through the roof because the economy is back on its feet? Well, let me remind you of Dr. Copper, as they call it, and what has been happening with it in the economy. Now, uh, first, let's read this here, the limitations of Dr. Copper. Investors are cautioned that Dr. Copper is not infallible and should not be relied upon as the only indicator of economic health. For example, a temporary shortage of copper may lead to rising prices even as the global economy is slowing down. So, here's the thing. The price of copper has been rising since mid-March. And you may be asking, well, why is that? Well, check this out. Perfect storm and scrap is copper's hidden bull driver by Andy Holm. So here's um, a little bit of what we can uh, discern from this uh, price move. The London Metal Exchange copper price collapsed to a four-year low of $4,371 a ton in March as China's huge manufacturing sector went into partial lockdown. And even though the Roni's chill on metals demand has subsequently spread around the world, copper has come bouncing back. At $6,500, it is now up 5% from the start of January. Dr. Copper's remarkable recovery has been fueled by massive Chinese buying, low stocks, and supply stresses in key producer countries such as Chile and Peru that are still battling the Ronis. The hidden ingredient in this bullish mix, however, is massive disruption to the subsurface scrap segment of the copper market. A perfect storm in recyclable copper has cost the market 500,000 tons of contained copper supply so far this year, said analysts at Roskill. Even uh, that figure might be a serious underst uh, underestimate, the International Copper Study Group says. That's the problem with scrap. It's notoriously opaque and therefore hard to count. But it is one of copper's hidden motors, and this year's scrap collapse is a major component of the market's resurgence. So on this, how do I know that this downtrend in copper to gold can be trusted if prices in copper are rising? Well, remember its correlation to the 10-year? Well, take a look here. Now, I'm going to explain something that you've been seeing towards the tail end of this. But uh, we've actually begun to finally, like finally, trend lower in the U.S. 10-year yield. Before, remember, we were at like numbers like 0 0.678, 0 0.679. And uh, since the early hours of, uh, of the day, we've been uh, trending lower. And this is right around the time when we saw copper prices 
uh, go above $3 a pound. Um, so we're starting to see, and that was when we also had the, um, uh, the lowering of the copper to gold ratio. So we're starting to see uh, that that pairing go hand in hand of a lowered copper to gold ratio uh, mirroring what we see in the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield. And if the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield is um, generally trending lower, then obviously we can see a bit of risk-off sentiment starting to develop. Now, it hasn't completely taken shape yet. As you can see here, there's a little bit of a rise, and that came from Apple's announcement of, um, you know, essentially being one of the most valued uh, stocks at the moment around 10.50 a.m., and we start to see a rise here, and we start to see a significant drop in gold actually around the same time. Um, also, just take a look here, just jumped up a lot more too, around 11, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time from where it just was. So we're starting to see some um, on-the-day risk-on behavior starting to take form, but generally we were uh, developing a downtrend here. So guys, let me know what you think about all of this uh, do you think that the copper to gold ratio is starting to signal a little bit of uh, risk off behavior? Or do you think that the rising price is going hand in hand with um, a recovery happening in the economy? Let me know what you guys think. This is just my opinion. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Thanks again for watching. Please hit that like button. Please subscribe if you're new. It's Black Bullion.